The deep state's financial arm, the mega banks and the central banks of the world, are a major part of this climate change-fueled transition to a technocratic new world order controlled by deep state predators. Stay tuned and I'll tell you more. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Behind the Deep State for the New American Magazine. I'm your host, Alex Newman, senior editor of the New American Magazine. Uh, Just recently, we've been talking a lot about ESG, the uh, environmental social governance nonsense. That's a big part of uh, the toolkit being used to fundamentally transform our world, fundamentally transform our economy, and make us all dependent on our woke masters. Uh, today, we're going to go a little bit deeper into that, right? Uh, the ESG obviously is a key tool for funneling uh, capital and credit and resources to the woke corporations that will agree to the deep state agenda. Uh, but this is even more serious, potentially, folks. They are weaponizing our money. They're weaponizing the mega banks against our companies, against our industries, against our economies, and so much more. So uh, we're going to do a deep dive into this uh, as we prepare to go to Egypt, to the COP27, the UN Climate Change Summit there, where we will bring you more information on this subject. But um, the uh, FSB, uh, very appropriately named, is called the Financial Stability Board. It's actually hosted by the Bank for International Settlements. We'll talk about them more in a moment. Uh, A critical institution at the apex of the deep state power structure. But uh, the FSB has just put out some reports saying that uh, climate-related financial risks need to be a critical part of uh, the supervisory and regulatory approaches of governments, uh, especially as they supervise banks and financial institutions. Uh, It's very interesting. They they use a lot of complex language to try to confuse you, but uh, really what they're talking about is having a global set of standards that will force banks and financial institutions to go along with this agenda. And they openly talk about how national and regional uh, regulatory authorities are going to have to implement all of this. Uh, This actually just happened uh, last month. Um, The uh, report by this uh, Bank for International Settlements hosted uh, FSB, the Financial Stability Board, uh, were sent out to uh, all the finance ministers, our treasury secretary, uh, the central bank bosses, and so much more. And um, they, uh, they, this report was prepared by the um, Task Force on Climate-Related Financial Disclosures. And uh, what this is doing, folks, is it is getting governments and big business on the bandwagon for destroying the sectors of the economy that are critical to our prosperity, critical to our freedom, critical to our middle classes, even critical to our national security here in the United States. Uh, before we go deeper into this, I want to point out how important the Bank for International Settlements is, uh, even though it's kind of behind the scenes. It is leading the way, uh, not just on central bank digital currencies, which are a key part of this. We'll talk about it in a future episode, but uh, also on forcing the banks and the governments into this climate uh, shenanigans. Uh, so uh, Carol Quigley, uh, we've, we did a whole episode on Carol Quigley. He's got the book, A Tragedy and Hope, that you see behind me there. Uh, professor of history at Georgetown University, Bill Clinton's mentor, you probably remember. And then as a student at Georgetown, I heard that call clarified by a professor named Carol Quigley. And so here's what Carol Quigley said in his book. Uh, and by the way, he agrees uh, with the deep state globalists. He said he's been close to them for decades. Uh, he says the chief difference of opinion uh, is that they wanted to be secret and he thought they ought to be known. But here's what he said in his book. Uh, the powers of financial capitalism had another far-reaching aim, nothing less than to create a world system of financial control in private hands, able to dominate the political system of each country and the economy of the world as a whole. 
This system was to be controlled in a feudalist fashion by the central banks of the world acting in concert by secret agreements arrived at in frequent meetings and conferences. The apex of the systems was to be the Bank for International Settlements in Basel, Switzerland, a private bank owned and controlled by the world's central banks, which were themselves private corporations. Uh, so the Bank for International Settlements that's putting out all this garbage through the FSB, a critical, critical institution, even though it's behind the scenes, even though you don't hear about it much, um, it is one of the major power centers of the deep state was once totally under the control of the Nazis, by the way, a little uh, not so fun fact. Uh, and, and all the people who work there, they don't they don't pay taxes. They're totally immune uh, to all laws, right? They can't be searched. They can't be questioned by law enforcement. They're totally immune from all laws. They are literally a law unto themselves. Uh, and so from the BIS and from the UN, this BS, uh, this uh, baloney sandwich, uh, is now being pushed onto the banks, which, of course, the banks are willing participants, right? They're all uh, on board with this. That's how the leaders of these banks got to where they are. But um, one of the things that they developed is called the UN Net Zero Banking Alliance. Uh, this is a global network of mega banks uh, that is convened and overseen by the UN. Uh, and all the members, including all the top banks in the United States, by the way, Citi, Goldman Sachs, Vampire Squid, uh, Bank of America, uh, JP Morgan Chase, um, you know, you name it, they're there. Uh, they all have to pledge that they they are going to uh, eliminate emissions of so-called greenhouse gases by 2050, and they're going to do that by transforming their lending portfolios and their investment practices. In other words, if you are a company that doesn't have a good enough ESG score, if you're a company that uh, produces CO2 emissions, like you're a family farm, you are uh, an energy producer, an oil refiner, uh, you are going to be starved of credit. You are not going to be able to get the capital you need to keep uh, operating. Instead, all of that capital will go to the favored industries controlled by the globalist deep state elites. Uh, this net zero banking alliance is actually housed as part of the UN Environment Program Finance Initiative. Uh, and um, according to its website, there are uh, catalyzing actions across the financial system to deliver more sustainable global economies. Right. This is not about the climate, folks. This is about totally re-engineering the climate, as uh, one of the uh, UNIPCC's own people said. He put it this way. Uh, we redistribute de facto the world's wealth by climate policy. Uh, and he is absolutely serious. That is exactly what they're doing. They are redistributing the world's wealth away from the middle class, away from independent producers and toward the technocratic global elites. Uh, the UNEPFI, the uh, UN Environment Program Finance Initiative, goes on to say that we've established the world's foremost sustainability frameworks that help the finance industry address global environmental, social and governance challenges. Uh, top mega banks it, it, uh, all over the world are involved in this thing. Uh, and there's another one as well. It's called the Glasgow Financial Alliance for Net Zero, co-chaired by the totalitarian Michael Bloomberg. Um, and uh, folks, this is huge. Uh, they've got more than $135 trillion in assets, more than 500 of the world's top financial institutions. They all agreed they are going to basically bankrupt anybody who won't go along with this climate narrative. Uh, in Europe, they're getting even bolder. Uh, the European Central Bank is now warning that uh, financial institutions need to get on board. Uh, they did a review of 186 banks, and this was published recently. And uh, they said, hey, you banks need to get ready. Uh, here's here's uh, what one of the uh, ECB senior officials said. Uh, his name is uh, Frank Elderson. He said, most banks have thus not yet answered the question of what they will do with clients who may no longer have sustainable revenue sources because of the green transition. 
Huh. In other words, too many banks are still hoping for the best while not preparing for the worst. In other words, uh, banks, you better divest from coal. You better divest from oil. You better divest from anything that we say, including huge sectors of the agriculture industry, because they're not sustainable. And if you don't, you're going to lose big money. Uh, the Arabs, incredibly, are on board this bandwagon as well. Uh, the first Abu Dhabi bank just hosted uh, the world's brightest minds in climate action. Uh, it had the Economist Impact's countdown to COP27 summit. Uh, it brought in uh, Bill Gates of Hell. Uh, it brought in U.S. Special Presidential Envoy for Climate, John Kerry, who, of course, flew to Iceland on a private jet to pick up his Climate Warrior Award. True story. And um, uh, they also had a whole bunch of uh, bigwigs from the United Arab Emirates. Uh, Shika Sama bin Sultan, uh, that's the uh, founder and CEO of the Alliances for Global Sustainability. Uh, all kinds of these uh, very prominent individuals. And John Kerry said this, um, this is a quote, said, this is a moment that is unbelievably exciting, but it is also an opportunity for a big economic transition that will be as big as the Industrial Revolution. Uh, he says the transition to net zero and the estimated $4 trillion needed can be achieved only with the support of the private sector. It says there's barely a government in the world today that has the money to do this. I believe this very deeply. We don't get there without the private sector. In other words, they're weaponizing the banks. They're even weaponizing your money, your pension, your 401k, your uh, uh, state money, your money from your state treasury is in these mega banks and is being weaponized to destroy you. Uh, just last week, we talked about uh, John Kerry was at the Council on Foreign Relations, and he said this, for every $1 invested in low carbon energy supply, $1.10 is invested in fossil fuels. And we're supposed to be alarmed by that. Interestingly, fossil fuels still make up the overwhelming super majority of the energy that Americans need to heat their homes, move their cars, power their industries. Uh, and yet, we now invest almost as much in these stupid green energy things that don't work, solar panels, windmills, and other garbage that needs government subsidies than we do in legitimate energy. And the green energy nonsense provides maybe a few percent of our energy needs, even though we invest almost as much money in that garbage as we do in fossil fuels. Folks, this is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, fortunately, you have a lot of states now that are pushing back on this garbage. A uh, coalition of 19 state attorneys general has now launched a formal investigation into these U.S. mega banks and what they're doing. Um, uh, some of the quotes from these guys are awesome. Uh, here uh, in Oklahoma, the attorney general, John O'Connor, said his office was investigating because America is not run by the U.N. And these banks are attacking Oklahoma fossil fuel producers and consumers as well as Oklahoma jobs. Uh, he said that uh, the net zero banking alliance overseen by the U.N. will destroy companies that are engaged in fossil fuel related activities or depend on them for energy or these lenders for capital. It is unacceptable that these banks are pushing an investment strategy designed to impose a leftist social and economic agenda. Uh, we agree, Attorney General. Uh, over in Indiana, another one of the attorneys general involved here, uh, Todd Rokita, he said that there was an apparent conspiracy between these mega banks and the United Nations. Uh, he says these banks appear to be colluding with the UN to destroy American companies that specialize in fossil fuels or otherwise depend on them for energy. They are pushing an investment strategy designed not to maximize financial returns, but to impose a leftist social and economic agenda that cannot otherwise be implemented through the ballot box. Uh, he said he was going to protect his people, but he said this new wokeism in the financial sector poses a real threat to everyday Hoosiers, Indiana farmers, truck drivers, and fuel industry workers are hurt when the radical left attacks whole segments of our economy. And it's troubling that these banks in the net zero banking alliance are taking marching orders from UN globalists, all too eager to undermine America's best interests. Uh, Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt, uh, he called this net zero banking alliance a major threat to the industries in his state. He also pointed out that this is helping the communist Chinese 
and their dictatorship as they build more coal-fired power plants, as they absorb all the factories that are shutting down in the United States and Europe. Uh, absolutely despicable, folks. Fortunately, Missouri uh, took uh, $500 million of its pension funds out of BlackRock just recently. And uh, this attorney general, he said he's going after these guys. Uh, he says they are ceding authority to the UN. He says this will kill American companies that don't subscribe to the woke climate agenda. And he says these banks are accountable to American laws we don't let international bodies set these standards for our businesses. So uh, it's encouraging to see this pushback, folks. Uh, the ESG, of course, is also coming under scrutiny. Uh, similar coalition of AGs actually launched uh, some uh, probes into BlackRock for their ESG pushing on all these companies. But, uh, folks, this is really, really serious what's going on here. Uh, they are trying to take down the independent producers, our energy sector. Um, and, and, you know, by the way, you can tell that these people don't believe this stuff because if they believed this stuff, the last thing in the world they would want to do is ship all our jobs and all our factories to China. But that's exactly what they're doing under the guise of saving the climate. The communist Chinese have promised they're going to keep increasing CO2 emissions until 2030. How in the world does it make sense to ship a factory from America over to China when producing those same things in China is going to produce a lot more CO2 emissions? That's how you can know you're being had. These mega banks, these uh, UN globalists, these people trying to destroy our economy need to be held accountable, folks. And this stuff, it, it, they make it sound complicated. They use complicated words. But really what it is, it's another deep state scam. It's another deep state assault on our jobs, on our industries, on our economy, on our national security, on our farmers. Uh, and for what? Right, so that communist China can pick up all that business. It has nothing to do with the climate. Don't listen to these people. I'm Alex Newman. This is Behind the Deep State for the New American Magazine. Thank you for tuning in. Till next time, God bless you all. If you enjoyed this video, please make sure to subscribe, hit like, hit that little bell so that you'll be notified whenever we post new videos. And also, please make sure to share this video with your friends. Email is a great way to do it. Remember, there are powerful forces working to steal our freedom and destroy our country. We need to work together, expose those behind the deep state. Otherwise, you can kiss your liberties goodbye. Bye.